Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast host Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Money Making Conversations Masterclass. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For you, it may be the size of your paycheck. Mine is inspiring people to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing their own or writing your own. People always talk about the purpose or your gift. If you have a gift, leave with your gift and don't let your friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dream. My next guest is a dear friend, Chef Jannard Wells. He's an award-winning TV host, celebrity chef, best-selling cookbook author, and best known from numerous appearances on the Food Network and Cooking Channel shows. He's the host of New Soul Kitchen Remix on Clio TV. He's the co-host on The Best Thing I Ever Ate, which I hate to watching him on there because it just makes me mad because the food <laughs> looks so good. He's already a great chef. But then when he's talking about it, he has, a, he has, he has all the right terminology to make you want to reach through the TV and grab it. Did you see him on the cooking channel? New Soul Kitchen is preparing for a new season after winning three national awards in his first season. The show is geared towards the black millennial woman because of their unique style of preparing food compared to the previous generation. We'll talk about the show's direction and being more health conscious for today's healthy lifestyle and his new cookbook coming out November 1st. Southern Inspired, more than 100 recipes from my American table to yours. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations Masterclass, Jannard Wells. How you doing, sir? Hello, thank you for having me. I am doing good. You know, hey, <laughs> I think you 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 got it down packed. I've spent so much time with you on the introduction. Well, I, I, well <laughs> first of all, you know, um, I, I got to share a kitchen with you. Uh, several weeks ago, last mm-hmm. year in December, and got to watch how gifted you really are, you know, and how simple you make something that looks difficult. And it really, you know, it really is an art form. And so it, it, it's like anything, you know, if Jordan walks on the floor, you know, you just going to say, you know, the, the king on the floor. Same thing with LeBron. So 
I play around in the kitchen, Chef Janard Wells. You the king, brother. I Thank you. I received that. You know, hey, it's it's time and time and practice and practice and practice. But look, you know how to throw down. So I, <laughs> I, I came and ate even with you doing the holiday. So I know what you can do. <laughs> you know what, what really amazed me was how you just able to take cabbages. You know, and I'm make this big announcement. All right, I planted my new garden this weekend. I put cucumbers mm. down. I put collard greens down, cabbages, Brussels sprouts for the very first time. I put the sweet banana peppers, jalapeno, green, yellow, bell peppers. I got uh, my, my my husky uh, cherry tomatoes on the back row, mm-hmm. along my beefsteak tomatoes on the back row. And then I added a row of strawberries back there. And then I got a row of uh, cantaloupes. And a raw watermelons, so you know I'm ready. I'm ready when you, when you hear because the reason the reason I'm bringing up that because you talk about healthy food living because that's a good way to invite yourself into that healthy lifestyle because I'm not buying products that I traditionally buy in the store, which some people shy away from because of the fact that they feel that there's a lot of pesticides being used. They're not being they're not being sold to the general public in a healthy format. Mm-hmm. Talk about that, Chef Janard Wells. You know, one of the biggest keys is that this is so smart, what you're, what you're doing with your, your space creatively growing it, because it's all about knowing what's in your food. And, you know, we, 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 we've heard time and time again, well, my, 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 my grandparents, my great-grandparents, they ate this and they lived to be 80, 90 years old, and what's the difference? Now, it is what's being put in the food and what's being put on the food. So when you take time to even start growing your own herbs, your own vegetables. Now you truly know what it is that you're cooking and you control what's being put in it, which ultimately by doing it long enough, you change the outcome of what you're putting in your body and your family's body. Then also it's a, it's, it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And the lifestyle is, is how do we bridge the gap of great food and keeping it health conscious at the same time? And right. that's one of the things that, I, I spend so much time teaching people on New Soul Kitchen, New Soul Kitchen Remix, and, and also how to do it in the fraction of the time. Well, that fraction of the time, what messed over me was when you did the cabbages. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you something. I was sitting over there, you know, because like he tells you, he'll tell you, I think I can cook. You know, I can cook or bake until I get around people like him. Then I was like, I'm just staring, going, okay, that's how you really do it. So, when you look at that skill set, it's like anything, you know, it's like shooting free throws if you're an athlete. It's like, you know, running for touchdown passes if you're a wide receiver and an athlete. Is it something natural? Because you know your mom was a pastry chef. Where did this talent start to become an honest gift for you that you wanted to pursue, Chef Janard Wells? You, you know, one of, one of the biggest things is my mom was a pastry chef and my father was a chef. And when my parents made the strategic decision to move us from Chicago, where I was born and raised the earlier part of my, my life, to Mississippi, where my great-grandparents owned 200 acres of farmland, it was a bit of a culture shock, I have to tell you. Right. Mm-hmm. But what it instilled in me, having the opportunity to be raised on a farm and and cultivate crop, uh, crops, uh, livestock, uh, the smokehouse that my great-grandfather used to smoke hams mm. and turkeys in. Oh, so amazing. 
And spending that time in the kitchen with my mother and father cooking, you know, it wasn't that they were instilling in me, uh, Jannard, you, you need to cook. It was a way of life because we know food bridges people together. And the community was always migrating around us because our house, our family was always known as the cooking family. And the, and the biggest thing was what I loved about it is the reactions people give when they eat great food. Right. And that's one of the things that made me want to gravitate into going into culinary arts of life uh, later on is because the art form of how it makes people feel when you're cooking something good and just the art of breaking bread. You know, it's it's a it's a whole ritual around it. You think about it, hey, when when people are celebrating, hey, we got a promotional job, let's go out to eat weddings. Right. It's all about the reception, you know, or just having gatherings over. And that's what really made me fall in love with cooking was the the process of how once I go through instilling who I am, how it made people react to it. You know, it's really interesting. And it started early. Right. Absolutely. When I look at a talent, because you are a talent and we know that uh, especially cable TV and now streaming TV have made celebrities out of chefs. And you are a celebrity mm-hmm. chef. Uh, you know, when I represented, I've represented many talented people in life, most notably Steve Harvey, currently represent mm-hmm. Stephen A. Smith. When I would take Steve Harvey to the Today Show or Good Morning America or whatever show, you know, there was a certain reverence they were excited about. Wow, Steve's here. And so when I see you on TV, you're becoming that, star that that how are you welcomed on these shows and are you starting to feel they knew who i am because you know when you get on the show you just happen to be on the show <laughs> now you're starting to be on these shows so often they kind of know who you are and there's a certain level of expectation especially from the producers of these tv shows talk about that change in your brand as well yes and, and over time the, the brand has truly grown where when i where we don't have to reach out to these networks to have me on their shows. Uh, whether it's today, Good Morning America, they reach out to they reach out to my to my team and I, and it really feels good walking on the show and, and being at a point in life where the brand and my culinary point of view speaks for itself. Because for so long, people always wonder, okay, what is his unique style? What is his his way of cooking? What message is he bringing? And and, and ultimately, we know, hey. It's now, um, it went from the chef of love to the family chef because yes. it's about showing people how we come together with food. Mm-hmm. But with my new book that's coming out that you, that you mentioned earlier, Southern Inspired, My American Table, I am diving into it a lot further in explaining how our art of cuisine, especially from the Amer- African-American culture, contributes so much to the American table and what we see. You know, and I even give uh, I outside of giving amazing recipes that I created with my family growing up and even it's enrolling over to now with my children. I even give history explaining about like why we use okra. You know, okra is one of those ingredients that's truly indigenous to the African culture. And okra is one of those ingredients or, or vegetables that came over when slaves was brought over because right. they didn't know where they were going. They wouldn't know if they were going to have food to eat. So you know what they did? They hid the okra seeds in their braids. So when they came over, they were able to plant and start growing these. And okra is normally used as a thickener for stews, for gumbos and things yes. like that. And these are things that I, 
I talk about and I share in Southern Inspired and why we cook the way we cook and love the food that we love. Because I know, because like last year I grew okra in my garden and that's a tough little plant there, man. I mean, I, I was is. like, I was like caught off guard. I said, this is a tough look. You really have to, you know, really have to saute and slowly. It's not mm-hmm. something you just throw in there because to get it soft, you have to know that background about it. And so, because I was naive about it, and that's the great thing, like you're talking about, you're talking about the history, where it came from, why it is the way it is, because of our ancestors used it, knew it was a sturdy crop, knew what it was purpose, because I love, you know, okra and tomatoes, that's my favorite right there. Mm-hmm. I've always had yeah. it made. So, you know, my smarty pants say, well, you know, <laughs> I got tomatoes, I got some okra. Man, I went out there, grabbed that okra, and said, man, this is some hard okra. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to learn and educate myself. And so even though you can do these gardens, if you don't know the history, doesn't know the relationship of what this food is about, it also can temper your success in the kitchen. And that's what your cookbook is going to help us get through. Yes, it is. It's so true. While, while making you knowledgeable and giving you the educational piece on, as they say, how do we know where we're going if we don't know where we came from? Right. And, and seeing the creativity of the unique food, even all the way down to grits. We know, especially when we think about shrimp and grits, hey, they derived from Charleston, South Carolina. But one of the cool things was the African culture, mm-hmm. they were growing, they were growing grits and they were growing the wheat, the barley. You know, at one point, they were producing some of the rice and everything else. They was producing enough crops coming out of South Carolina out of South Carolina where it was enough to fund the United States. Wow. That's how much, and they were important. We were thinking that, hey, when we hear about rice, we think about uh, coming out of Asia and that being the biggest the biggest um, import, exports. But at one time, that freaking Carolina gold rice, it was sweep, sweeping the nation where we were we were supplying those countries with it. And, it, and we had... We, we possess such a skill where we mastered the art of how to grow it and grow it phenomenally well and keep it growing to this day. Right. Now, when you think about all these things, you know, putting together a book, because it says 100 recipes, more than 100, it says more than 100 delicious recipes from my American table to yours. You've been doing this for a long time. You've done books in the past. What separates this book from the previous books, and how did you start? Because people have asked me to do, you know, cookbooks, and I, I sat down, and I started doing it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It is. <laughs> it is. It's definitely a lot of work. I, I have to admit, this this has been probably my my longest project on writing and creating a book because we've really done it. We really wanted this to be a, a masterful, masterful piece that I created. And of course, the difference is all of my books, I've put out a, a total of over uh, five different books. And over the course of those years of creating those books, one of the things is, is I wanted to tell a story. I wanted to tell the story around creating these recipes. I wanted to tell the story of how they were born, what what made them come about. And then also not to mention my other books were self-published. And this one is actually, I signed a publishing deal last year. So this one is actually going to be nationwide, national through an actual I mean, he, I mean, he got a check, y'all. We got a check. Yeah. 
<laughs> they gave him a check. And then, the, remember, he said, remember he said he worked the hardest ever because they gave him a check up front. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look. Hey, hey that, that, that's a motivational fact, we must say. But the thing is, one of the key things, when we talk about money-making conversations, as they always say, you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait for a seat at the table when you can build your own table. And I learned that early in the game mm-hmm. when I didn't have a brand. I didn't have a name, but I was a chef and I had great recipes and I didn't have the opportunity to to for a, a major publisher to pay attention. So I started writing my own cookbooks. I started sending them through copy editing to make sure that it was done right. And then after I wrote those books, self-published them, I had, I got out and beat the pavement and marketed and sold my books to the point of where I made Barnes & Noble pay attention to me as a self-published author because I was generating sales. Right. So all those things played a, played a major part in when a major publisher approached me, I actually had something to bring to the table to show, hey, if I can do this by myself in my own manpower, imagine what we can do together. Mm-hmm. And so, so it's true. It's true. It's truly been a blessing on, on just really just bringing forth this. And the other recipes were recipes in my in my previous books right. were recipes that I learned that I picked up from traveling around the world and different things. And this book, Southern Inspired, I really wanted to tap into the roots of, of my foundation and the style of cooking. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of people tend to say when, when you're talking about recipes and especially from your South and right. African American, oh, you, you, you cook soul food, right? No, I don't cook soul food. And, and this is the thing. Soul food, as I always tell people, soul food is American cuisine. Okay. Soul food is the, is the cuisine that the backbone of America was built on. When, when when slaves came over and they took their they, they took the culture and their recipes from African civilization and merged it with Western civilization, and hence this cuisine was born. If you think about it, during those times when our cuisine, when we were cooking and and, and feeding our cuisine to the masses as slaves, it was us in, in in the in the plantation houses cooking. It was our cuisine. But then when that cuisine, when they realized how great this cuisine was and this cuisine had a monetary value around it, it was stripped away from us. So when you hear... AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. A calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you see me, a person would say, okay, it's soul food. But if you see anyone else that don't look like me, it would be considered American cuisine, which is one in the same. But it's about the person who's bringing that, how we create these dishes. And they're not about all the heavy percussion that they say, cooking with fat back and all those different things. These recipes have been modified for today's healthy lifestyle. So you can, as they say, you can have your cake and eat it too. Well, you know, the the beauty of, um, you know, when you say American cuisine, you say soul food, you automatically think high blood pressure, you know, diabetes. When you say soul food, American cuisine mm-hmm. automatically feel sound, sound white, sound cultured, sound like mm-hmm. everything's cooked correctly, you know, measured correctly, and it really is how people can define your your culture, define your eating habits, and and be eating the same thing. You know, cornbread, cornbread. That is so true. You know, rice. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because I know I remember I remember a long time ago when I was growing up, you could go get. Uh, a chicken pot pie, three for a dollar. Three for a dollar. Chicken pot pie. And I remember there was this restaurant. So that same chicken pot pie, but they made it for $20. You know, $20 now. But that same chicken pot pie, because you you're not you're not gonna change still vegetables in there. It's still that chicken in there, still that broth in there, still that dough. You went over to Kroger's, three for a dollar. I went in this restaurant, twenty dollars. It's how you sell it. It's how you put it's it up. It's the you, presentation. It, it all is. Yep. And, and so in your book, you're telling us, hey, we're going to do it. We'll understand we're in a different time period, healthy, conscious eating, 100 recipes. Now, we talked about okra. We talked about, you know, what we ain't talked about yet is desserts now. 
You know yeah. you got to tell us about what's coming out of desserts and that, because you're going to get me mad. If you don't start talking about some dessert, I'm going to end this phone call, because everybody knows I'm the dessert king. Yes, yes. And I have, look, there's probably about 30-some different recipes from, stra- from strawberry trifle cakes all the way down to our signature banana liqueur, liqueur banana pudding with my mom. Right see right there. See right oh. there. See, see what he's saying. Look. See, see what I'm saying. See what I'm saying. <laughs> see what I'm saying. Liqueur. 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 See, yeah. I'm just a baked banana pudding guy. He ain't messed around. See, that's what happens when you when your mom a pastry chef, your dad a chef, 200 acres. He's educated. Liqueur. I wouldn't even come to Liqueur, but now he has a book. Well, this is what we're gonna do. When you when you when your book comes out, it's gonna come out November first, mm-hmm. correct? Okay. Yes, We're gonna correct. do a Facebook Live, a series of them. And I'm gonna have yes. fun with you. All that fancy stuff. He's gonna do the liqueur version. <laughs> the liqueur version of the of the banana pudding. I'ma do Richard McDonald's baked banana pudding. Slap your mama in the face, banana pudding. <laughs> and they both gonna look good, taste good, because we enjoy food. But it's all in how you deliver the message, correct? It is. It's all about the message. It's all about the message and the end result. And what I tell people, if I can show you how you can get the same end result by using this process and, and, and have and have an amazing tasting dish, there's no need to deviate because this is the thing. It was it wasn't until later on in life with cooking, we started doing all put adding all these extra additives and, and oversweet <laughs> and oversalting our food. If you think about it, when we originally was cooking, we were using the basis or bare minimum of fresh herbs, spices, granulated sugars, molasses, different things like that to, to get these enriching recipes. And somewhere along along the lines, we feel that hey, we could sub that out and put all this other stuff in. So this is all about showing you how you create great food with less junk. And on top of that, look, you know I'm always about putting time back in life because we got busy schedules. So my biggest model is showing you how you can create these dishes, enjoying yourself in the kitchen in a fraction of the time. Because, Rochelle, you know, when our grandmothers and mothers used to go in the kitchen, they would be in the kitchen for hours. <laughs> and it was to the point they would be in there so long, you hungry, stomach growling, you you instantly thinking to yourself, I don't ever want to cook because yeah, it yeah, takes forever. Yeah. I don't want to go in the kitchen. But the reason why our grandmothers would go in the kitchen and stay in the kitchen for hours was to get away from our granddads. <laughs> that, was, that was their, their relaxing point because they thought, I can go in here. I love it. This is Southern Inspired, coming out November 1st, but you can buy pre sale. That book will be available on Amazon, Target, Barnes and Noble website. You can go to buy the book right now. So it's important to get mm-hmm. that out. But you have a couple of TV appearances coming up. I want to talk about that let's go into that and then we're going to get into the new soul kitchen that starts in several weeks and new school kitchens new soul kitchen remix so let's talk about the upcoming tv appearances so we don't want to miss that and then new soul kitchen yes um april 20th i'll be on the today show um al roker and myself we're going to be whipping up one of my signature dishes i think i just said that al roker and myself see al roker him good people now 
This is just a shame. I remember him four years ago. He was barely getting on my little money-making show that I had, money-making conversation show I had in Houston. He was out there buying his product off of Whole Foods like he was actually selling them and convincing them that his product was hot. That was four years ago. Now, uh, I'll be on the show with Al Roker, you know. Not Mr. Roker. Not Mr. Roker. Al Roker. (laughs) You see? It's all about supply and demand. Like when you mentioned, like my products, whole cuisine is about supply and demand. I create, look, I created the demand and the supply. Now all I do is just supply because the demand is there. Love it. So you'll be on that with Al Roker, and then what after that? After after that, I'll be in St. Augustine, Florida, doing the, the St. Augustine Wine and Food Festival, Mother's Day weekend. What happens when you go there? You you cook and people sample it. They pay a fee to come into the festival. They can just sample different products. How does that work? Yes, typically when you go to the festivals, you 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 get a wristband. That wristband normally admits you in, where you get a chance to sample all of the signature wines, the the cocktails of this year. I believe we're going to have Maker's Mark on deck as one of the chief sponsors. We have Costello Wines that's gonna uh, that's gonna be in the house, and one of the things you get to experience outside of all of the signature wines, cocktails, and cognacs is we're doing a one of the opening nights. I believe is Thursday night. Uh-huh. Um, Kat Cora, which is an Iron Chef, amazing. She's actually oh, Mississippi yeah. native as well. Myself and a series of other other chefs. We're doing a curated dinner. And for that dinner, one of the dishes that I'm doing is actually a shrimp and grits, but I'm doing a Riesling wine roux that's going to be overlaid over the shrimp and grit cake. And then we take the grits after you're cooking them up, <laughs> infuse them with smoked gouda. We let them chill. We form them in the cakes, panko breadcrumb them, and then flash fry them so they have that nice crispy crust on the outside, but ooey and gooey on the inside with the Riesling wine root cascading down the sides of the jumbo shrimp. Those are some things that we're going to be doing right there. And then also I'm going to do a, a, a live cooking segment on the, uh, on the cat, on the cat, on the cast iron, um, the cast iron skillet stage. So, and then there I'm going to make my signature New Orleans Creole barbecue shrimp. Stop, man. Just Stop. Let's let's move on. See that. See that. See what told me he he didn't spank me, y'all. It's like you know. It's like he hit the Jabbar hook shop on me. No, no, I couldn't block the shot. No, I was coming, but he just whipped me out of there. Now, new soul kitchen, new season, award winning. You out there doing your thing. I love the fact that now it's really your show. Correct. Yes, it is. Yep. New soul kitchen and new soul kitchen remix. Um, the difference in the two shows. New Soul Kitchen is more of the, the slower pace. And be like, okay, we're doing longer recipes and I take you step by step so that you can either cook along with me. Because normally what I'll do on my social media page and on Clio, on Clio's, on my Clio TV social media page, what I normally do is we'll provide the recipes where you can cook along or after the show because of the pace and rate that I cook it, you can go back and follow and create those dishes. And I love for, for the fans and the viewers to recreate and then tag me in it, man. They put out some amazing stuff and it just feels so good inspiring them. And then New Soul Kitchen Remix, what I do is for that fast-paced lifestyle, hey, you, you, you're working through the week, you got a family or it's just you, 
that's significant. Other, you want to come and whip something up quick and fast. I give you simple ingredients that you can grab from the grocery store, whip it up in a fraction at a time, and guess what? You're eating good. You know what you're putting in your body the whole nine yards. And if you like Rashawn, plant you a garden. You can just go and pick from it. <laughs> As usual, man, you're fantastic, man. Your communication skills are about food is like is as good as you cook it in the kitchen. You make it, a, you, you're what I call a consumable conversation. When I watch you talk about food, I'm consuming it, I'm eating it and enjoying it and want to sit down and really eat what you actually have talked about. That's the beauty and the gifts of your talent, Chef Janard Wells, man. And every time you bless me with the time to talk to you, again, my job now as a friend and also a person that I believe have mentored you to certain paths that you have been since I've been in your life is let's, yes. let's make this book number one, brother. Let's make this book number one. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, yes. So, hey, look, cause, cause the, uh, Cause, cause the write up you gave me, you know, it, 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 it blew, it blew me out, it blew my mind. Hey, the way you broke down, kiss. <laughs> well, you know the thing about you, cause you asked me to write it up, and I know it caught you off guard. Yes. You said, "Wow, you, you, you mean everything you said?" I said absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, and we're, we're gonna take lot. this to the next level, man. And then look forward to seeing your TV. It was so funny. My, my wife the other day, she said, "We need to, we need to, we need to get to do, we need to do something with Chef Janard Wells." Do we have something that we, you know, she trying to figure out something to do with you, you know, because your yeah. talents are just so, so gifted and, and so, so massively um, liked. And, uh, and of course, yeah. you know, Kena, your wife, who I love to death, your family is mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. It's a, it's an experience that, cause you know, it's a package deal, you know, sometimes yeah. he there, but she there too. <laughs> And that's all know, good. Right? That's all good. That's all good. <laughs> I love you, Chef Janard Wells, man. Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation Masterclass. Absolutely. Thank you, my brother. Looking forward to many more. Absolutely. If you want to see or hear this interview, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.